Yeah, but like I think at the same time, like I still have the same worries and stresses and, mm. you know, problems, life problems that I had when I was at home. It's like it's it's not as if those kind of things go away. You just take them with you to a new place. <laughs> What are we talking about today, Ro? Um, well, Jane, today we're talking about when all your friends leave Ireland and abandon you. And go to greener pastures. Greener, greener, greener pastures. Greener pastures. Yeah, this is obviously something that, you know, we're late 20s now, so it's... Um, so we're the only two left in the world. Left in Ireland. The only two. But yeah, it's, it's obviously at this age, I think from like mid 20s to 30s, uh, you know, people leaving is very, very common. Um, like even we put out an Instagram post ask or an Instagram story asking people uh, just their experience about leaving and coming home and why they went, why they're not coming home. And we got loads of messages. We um, got loads of messages yeah, from people really as popular. well. From people as well on the flip side, like us who have remained at home and are, are happy remain, out yeah. at home. Yeah. And all their friends have left and what that means. Yeah. Speaking of Instagram, uh, follow us there. It's called it's the State of Us Podcast. Is it? It's at the State of Us <laughs> Podcast. Yes. yes. I was like, is podcast in there? Um, and I'm also on Instagram. Am I plugging myself here? Will I go for it? At Roisin Tora. Yes. And I'm also on Instagram, if we're plugging ourselves. Yes. And I'm at Jane Casey, J-A-I-N-Casey. Jane with an I. Jane with an I. Um, yeah, Instagram, I find, is such a great tool for hearing what you guys think. Because we do regular call-outs for contributions to the episode um ask how you feel about certain things and it's a real like nice community vibe because people people are sound they're lovely and like we don't have many followers like 300 and something and yet we get loads of messages so they're really engaged yeah uh also while we're on housekeeping bits um i want to thank dave me fella for making our logo I can't believe we're only getting to this now. I could have sworn we said thank you to I him before. Sworn. God love him. Thank you so much, he Dave. He made our logo for us. So thank you, Dave. He is, um, his website is The People We Meet. He makes videos, really nice videos about people. Um, they are actually lovely. They are actually lovely. That's it. Anyway, there's our bits and pieces, bits and bobs. Yeah, so back to the topic at hand. People moving abroad and leaving us. Yeah, so this year was kind of like... Lots of my friends have left at various times and come back, and you know I've gone traveling for like short amounts of times. Three months, three months is the longest I went on my J one actually to New York. Um, but so people have gone. Um, but this year, um, like three of my really really close friends all left within like I think a month or two. Um, from each other within each other. Do you think it's as we covered in episode one of the state was the the terrible twenties, like the late twenties panic? I think. Yeah, I think, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speak. Mm, was it, yeah, I guess it was because they're all in their late 20s. But I think for a lot of them, that yeah, it was, you know, um, they wanted to maybe find romance in other countries. Well, do you know what, Ro? I'll stop you right there because we will find out because in a little while we're going to bring on our, one of said mates, one of our really close friends since teenagers, yeah. um, Ellie McNamara, who is currently living in New York and she's been there for eight months now yeah that flew by what was it? is it eight months since august last year yeah. yeah so we'll be chatting to her later yeah but to the nitty-gritty why haven't we left well i have actually i love traveling i love going away i've been to, i've been lucky enough to go to lots of places but you're jetting off every couple of weeks you're going somewhere mad yeah i'm a bit i love traveling going somewhere mad. i'm off to sri lanka soon actually <laughs> somewhere mad <laughs> um so I've always loved traveling. However, like living in a new city for like a year, two years, honestly has never really been something I've been dying to do. No, me neither. I like to, I just, I don't know. I think I had in my head I would at some stage just because, but then as when I thought about it, I was like, why? But to be honest, I just like Dublin and I like my job. I think they are the things that kept me. I know if I was to leave... I'd have to leave an apartment I really like. I'd have to leave a job I really like. Um, and I'm not willing to do that at this time. And so you're in a long-term relationship. Yeah, but he actually he has always work. said he'd like to live abroad. So <laughs> fight that battle <laughs> when we come to it. Um, but yeah, I think for me, to my, like I just enjoy my job. I think if you don't like your job, that's a huge reason people leave. Yeah. 
or if you can't find a job in o- a field obviously that you want. Yeah, yeah actually that's a really good point yeah <laughs> that's a huge reason why people leave because they can't and get. finding a gaff yeah so why did you stay um well i guess i've been living out of home since i was like 19 um i've always i've never been able to afford moving away it's never even been a possibility I couldn't go home to mm. save. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as I moved out, I, you know, whatever money I got went towards college. And as soon as I finished college, I was in an internship and whatever money I got from that went towards rent. And then... So I you couldn't get, like, the flight money to America or whatever together, like... Oh, my God, no way. Like, yeah. I couldn't even afford to go interrailing for my six-year holiday. Like, my dad didn't really contribute financially. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've always just had the mindset of living paycheck to paycheck. And because... I've been living that way. I know I just all of a sudden I found myself now in a really good job where I could feasibly afford to do that. Yeah. Um but then I'd have to give up my job. Yeah. So I guess yeah, there's that money-wise never been a possibility. Um I'm also the last of my family to still be at home. Um my two older brothers live abroad. And my dad's here on his own. Well, actually, he's with my little brother, but he's only seven. Do you get that, like, guilt? Like, because my sister lives in Australia and she's lived there for, I think, almost nine years. And she, like, my brother and me are still here. But, like, I definitely, if I was to move away, like, definitely, I'd be like, well, I could never go to Australia. We couldn't both be that far away. And, you know, your parents say things like, oh, you know, I, I, I just have the guilt but I know they'd want me to go. But yeah, there is definitely like some of my like cousins and stuff like that. All of their kids would be away in like yeah, Canada, yeah. Australia. And me, I'm yeah. like, oh, I just don't know if I could do it. I think, yeah, it's just, what if something happened? Like we're at the age now where the roles have reversed a bit and you're kind of worried about your parents a bit more. Yeah. And, and like, there's a part of me that just thinks like, what's it all about? <laughs> what's life about? No, but you know what I mean? Like that. Okay. On the one hand, tra- like living somewhere else is great. Uh, but, but. Like, you're missing out on, like, you're missing out on so much. Like, you're missing out on, like, you might have, like, nieces or nephews or your siblings and your parents, your immediate family. And you're just, if you, let's say if you're away, like my sister is, for example, for nine years, you're genuinely missing so much. You have to just kind of weigh up what's more important. Is it, like, family and spending time with them? Or is it, like, career and having fun? And, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, with either of those. But for me, I just think I always weighed it up as, like, it's more important for me to actually be where my family are yeah I think. fair enough well I think that's very easy for you to say because <laughs> that's easy for you to say Ro no but no. as in it's very easy for you to say because you have a really good job oh yeah you have I, yeah. money you have a nice apartment in a relationship but let's see how you would feel if you lost your job for sure yeah you lost I, your apartment and moved home yeah uh, you know so and know. I wouldn't you wouldn't I wouldn't feel as if I had literally had to leave and like couldn't get a job here I don't think I'd feel as guilty about leaving the family then I'd be like sure exactly yeah. what else am I gonna do yeah um yeah I yeah. would yeah no it's not that I've never had like I I did have daydreams about living in New York or like living in San Francisco or something um but yeah I could never afford it but I try and travel as much as I can yeah for me like the literal ideal situation in my life is like to work nine months of the year and travel three like that's <laughs> like where I want it's to my get. little fantasy you're living in that's there like yeah. where I want to like get to in my life that I can do that well I'd settle for 10 months working two months traveling but that's like what I like that's just my kind of goal do you know, situation do you know my job I just got a new job and started this week you Woo. know that they do um unpaid leave no they don't yeah he said they? yeah that's amazing for like a monthish month or more um Great. anyway well it's um, a travel company so they probably yeah anyway yeah um, um anyway yeah so um how do you feel then when you hear people saying they're about they're leaving or whatever? Like, what is what? How do you feel? Oh, great! Another one. I feel like this. I immediately selfishly look inward, and I'm like, great for them. But like, and I think about myself, and I'm like, I always, 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 no matter who it is, no matter how happy I'm here, I just get this. Should I go? Feeling? Yeah. Like, should I go? Something? Am I missing out on this big thing? But do you know what? What the thing is like, we have friends that moved abroad when they were like twenty. Yeah. And are still there. And back then it seemed very exotic and like, oh my God, they're going to London or oh my God, they're yeah. going to New York. And oh my God, I just burped tea. I apologize. <laughs> oh, you're going to get sick. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna look like no, it was the last of the Easter egg. It was oh. getting to me. But it all seemed very exotic. But now when someone tells me, oh, I'm going to move to London or when someone tells me they're going to move to New York or whatever, I'm like, yeah, so everyone's there. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? <laughs> it's braver to stay in Dublin. Braver. We're, 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 we're brave no, in the No, that's obviously a joke. Do you know what? I, I feel like I'm only really starting to experience Dublin properly now. Cause well, I've, you just moved into town. Yeah, but like I lived in Dunleary, like it wasn't that far, but <laughs> See, I, I moved from Bray. So this was like, it was now I always went to college in the city, but and I yeah. always worked in the city. I don't know why it's so exciting, but for some reason, we're Ireland's still getting a buzz from it. And Dublin is changing a lot, like a lot. And yeah. like, yeah, okay, everything's way more expensive and everything, but there's a real nice buzz around Dublin. Like everyone was really like geared up and like doing shit. Yeah, there's actually cool. all the kind of, oh, this sounds so like blah, but all the kind of creativity, like I don't really know, because like the recession. Like, I wasn't really bopping around town too much during the recession. Because um, what, what, we were still in college, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. But, Going um, to student nights. Yeah. But, like, there feels like there's a big kind of creative resurrection. Um, renaissance. Rena- yeah, that's better. Yeah. Is it renaissance? Yeah. Renaissance. Were we saying renaissance? Renaissance. Either way. Um, I feel like that's happening. And anyway, things are happening. Dublin's cool. But, um, yeah, I always, when people go, I always just doubt myself. Like, I feel like in some way I am failing because I'm here and it's going to be really interesting to talk to our friend Ellie about this because me and her have talked about it before and we've said like I'm like saying to her like you know all my friends leaving and traveling I feel like should I do that and am I am I having like am I yeah failing a bit because I'm staying here but she'd be like no like I think oh my god you're getting your career together I'm just like ignoring my real life by living here yeah so it's a classic the grass is always greener but i just i think it is quite normal to feel like you're you're missing out on something yeah and do you know what also i just thought of here like we were kind of talking before this about how like oh everyone's away and suddenly everyone's not around but i actually just thought of like even the people that are still in the country i don't see a lot my friends you know what i mean yeah so yeah i don't know i was getting a bit bitter that all my friends are leaving but actually i don't see my friends who are in the country (laughs) I don't see anyone anyway, so... Like, if people come home to visit, I think... Oh, yeah, sure. The last time I saw you was the last time I saw... That can happen, yeah. You know, like, it's not like we're all, like... Yeah, everyone's just getting on with their... Everyone's getting on with their shit. But what I what I find is that, like, actually... You know, okay, perfect example this year. Three of my close friends who, who would be the kind of friends that I'd, like, go out on nights out with, let's say, a good bit. Yeah. Left. And I literally had this moment of, like... I felt really, really shit, and I felt like... I'm not going to, who am I going to go out with? Like, I know it's not a bit, but not even go out, just who am I going to like hang out with or whatever. And I was really worried about this. And like, I have never been more socially busy than I have since they left. Like, Do you think they're holding you back? They're holding you back, those <laughs> bitches. No, I just think that you adapt and you think that certain people leaving like a group of friends or your best friend or whatever, your life is going to be crap and you're not going to, but like you, you genuinely just adapt. And I feel that you different groups form and there's really interesting groups of friends that I have now that like you know have come together in a strange way that like you know because people have left or whatever but it's yeah it's really interesting I think yeah no I get you people I, that you usually would only hang out with one other person that and then that gone. person left but you still see them that yeah. type of thing yeah yeah okay, I just think I, I think I think change scares everybody so if like a few of your friends are leaving that's a huge change but I think actually as humans we also adapt to situations really well so I think especially at this age though yeah and I think you'll meet people you'll try and meet people more even subconsciously if you're feeling like oh god I need to make more friends here um, and that's really interesting making new friends in Dublin is an interesting we actually got an Instagram message about that yeah which, which was interesting do you want to read it there Ro do you have it yeah so we did get an Instagram message from a few people on there saying that like you know it's really hard to how do you make friends in Dublin um I don't know the answer to that I don't really know the answer either and I guess I think you can make better friends with your mutual so what happened to me was I haven't necessarily made like loads of brand new friends but I've become much much closer to acquaintances then like you make more of an effort like oh that like so when you have your like let's say school friends solid group of school friends around you see them every friday night and you go out you don't like feel like you need to make that much effort with people however when half those people go all of a sudden i think well for me anyway i found myself reaching out to people that i kind of knew and were like instead of just saying i don't need any more friends you're actually meeting up with them and like making more of an effort so i think it's not i think it is difficult to make brand new friends but i think um when people leave other friendships happen kind of naturally and it's pretty cool yeah to be honest i mean i don't think there's a huge amount of effort involved like no I don't, no 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 like, natural. I, I don't think it's like you go looking um but yeah I, I think it happens naturally but do you know what actually 
I'm going to speak for my girlfriend, Andrea, yeah. who is Italian and moved to Ireland five years ago, completely on her own. Um, English was like fine, but, you know, not great. And she specifically wanted to meet non-Italians because she left Italy for a reason. Mm. <laughs> and um, she went on Girl Crew. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, which is now a huge thing. I actually just saw the girls on telly tonight talking about the launch of their app. But uh, way back when it was just a a Facebook group Mm. and she would go on and like people would just post and say, now I'm sure people listening to this will know what Girl Crew is. I Mm. feel like I made a touch with this. Um, But basically people go on and post and say, oh, um, there's this gig tonight. Does anyone want to come with me? Uh, or whatever there's a oh exhibition God, I think I'd be more nervous to go to some of that than oh like a God. date the thing is Andrea is like the most like nervy person and like you know shy I don't know how the fuck she just like no desperate times call for desperate measures yeah. and that's what we'll maybe talk to Ellie about it a bit as well but because like I feel like that's a different situation completely like if and like our friends who have moved to cities by themselves they're they'll be able to speak a lot more about that like that's just like terrifying where you like literally have no friends and you have to start from scratch I think you will put yourself in any sort of situation just to make a friend yeah well Andrea found it great because okay she didn't like make a huge amount of friends but if she was bored on a Saturday night yeah she'd go along to like they might have like some sort of knitting circle or it's, something it's actually harder to find a friend than it is a date like i genuinely think Absolutely. it's so difficult and it's something that like is really like taboo like for someone just to say like i just want more friends like that's a normal thing to want like this is regardless of emigration or anything yeah but like some people just might say i actually don't really have like a best friend or I don't really have a good girl group of friends like a lot of people i know will say they don't have like, a group of friends and it makes them really sad. And it's like, it's definitely something that you're allowed to say out loud. I think people are embarrassed by saying they want friends. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like playground, it, like school kind it of. It makes you look like like no one likes you. Yeah. But it's hard to make friends, especially at our age. Yeah. And I think and a lot of people are embarrassed really... to ask people to hang out. Like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I really wish that wasn't the case because there's been so many times where like, well, I mean, we're pretty lucky that we do like have a nice friend group. Yeah. And we've always been really solid whether you know, we've been in the country, out of the country, whatever, and we've all been, you know, consistently in each other's lives. But, like, there's been other friends who I kind of might only half know or Mm. haven't known that long, and, like, something would be on that I know that they'd be into going to, and no one else will go with me, but I'm like, oh, no, I can't ask them. I know, I can't ask them, I can't ask them. But, like, why the heck not? Why the heck not? Because you're just embarrassed. um, Funny, I, I actually have, like, phases of having different best friends. I'm going way off tangent. <laughs> We're going on to the friendship topic. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel like, I don't know if you feel like this, but like, that like, you're, I'm a little bit embarrassed to be in Ireland or something in some ways. Like, I can tell my, obviously I'm enjoying it here and I love it here so I'm here. But like, when people come home, like, I almost feel like it's like, oh, little old Ireland to everyone else. Yeah. And you're, and like, they're kind of like, what do you, so where do you go out? And you're yeah. like, um, um, and, then, and then you can't think of anywhere. And you're literally like, uh, play, uh, places, uh, uh, and absolutely. And then I they're like, that. and where do you like do this? And where do you do that? Um, like somebody Instagrammed us to say that like, they don't use Apple Pay in Dublin. And I was like, oh, oh God, like, should we? Little quaint Dublin. <laughs> Little tiny Dublin. We just got our first Starbucks. Oh, God. No, yeah, no, I get like that too. I feel like when people come home at Christmas, so, they so feel what sorry are you doing for us. now? Yeah. Like, what, so, so what are you, you doing now? And I'm like, well, actually, I have a kick-ass job and live kick-ass. in the city centre. I have a kick-ass job in the city centre, so uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like, you feel like you have to, like... That's what I, I mean. Know. Like, you I feel know. like you have to big yourself up as in like, oh, well, actually, like, Dublin's great. Dublin's great. But you know that they aren't thinking that. Well, sorry. Know. Yeah, definitely. I think some people are totally thinking that. Sorry, can I just bring up something really important? It's really off topic, but I feel like we're all going to relate to this. You know when your mate from Greystones uh, goes to live in Australia for 10 months oh, and comes back full-blown like was living in the bush for 20 years living in the bush and also do you know what i can't stand they're in ireland for like 25 years they go to sydney for six months and they, and they come back oh it's freezing here oh this is the same temperature no no oh. your summer's the same as our winter it's like yeah you're in australia we're in ireland or you when kn- six years later they're still talking about that one time in australia but also you know the weather like you know why are you ca- like why are you saying like i just <laughs> like Oh God, it's only 13 degrees. Oh, look, oh, anyway, look, that drives me mad. It's like, you know. Well, the accents get me the most. Like, fair enough, if you, ha- if you had a cool time in Australia, whatever, talk about it. Fair <laughs> enough, if you feel cold. 
then you got to chill, put on a feckin' fleece. Whatever. But it's the accent. And you know what's even worse? Oh, they'd wow. be there for six months to a year, but they'd be home five years and they'd still have it. Or when they're like on purpose using the wrong words for things that you know oh, is like. <laughs> or, or wait, I remember someone I knew was like not some not someone I knew that well, but one of the the joking points was she she moved to London for like three months or something, and for like a year she'd say um, the tube inside oh, of the dart. Did, did you <laughs> <laughs> or uh, got the tube into town. No. Or or, uh, or how much is a pint? Oh, uh, five pounds. Oh, I mean Euro. Oh, for God's oh. sake. Um, <laughs> the tube. The tube, drive me mad. But yeah, I do think there is like an idea that people are just, I don't know, maybe it's like a chip on our shoulder about being here. People just were like, is everyone judging us and think we're losers? No, that is ridiculous calling the dark the tube. <laughs> I Come made on, that up. No. I don't know anyone who did that. I would kill them. Um, okay, will we... Will we get Ellie on the blower? Let's get Ellie on the blower. Let's get Ellie on the blower. Yeah. Okay, through the magic of editing, here's Ellie. Hey Elsie. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Elsie? Are you shy I'm all of a sudden now? How are you? Not bad. Great to hear your voices. Good to see you. I know that people listening can't see you, but we're looking at you now and it's really nice because She's gorgeous. She's she gorgeous. Guys. New York is treating her well. Yeah. So a bit of backstory on Elzer Mac. This is Ellie McNamara and she has been living in New York for the past Seven or eight months? Has it been? Seven. Seven, yeah. That's mad. mad. That's mad. Mad. But do you know what's crazy is that if it doesn't feel like seven at all. No. No, it's flown by. It's really, really flown by. It's yeah. insane. But like I talk to Ellie every single day, probably on WhatsApp audio messages. <laughs> I probably I probably talk God to bless you more. God bless him. I talk to you more now than I think I did when you lived in Ireland. I know. I know. And like, it's mad because one of I, one of the things that I was really scared about when I moved away was that I'd lose contact with my friends and that there'd kind of be a big gap there when I came home. But I actually feel like I've become closer to my friends since I've... Yeah. Sure, yeah. I, I have your card up on the cork board in my kitchen. Oh, Jane, do you? So nice. <laughs> um, so, look... Lovely. Why did you leave? Why did you feel like you needed to leave? Um, for a number of reasons. First of all, I had the opportunity to do um, the graduate visa, which is basically a visa that um, college students can obtain once they've finished university. Um, so it's like a year-long visa where you can move to the States and work. And I have been to New York plenty of times and absolutely adored it. And always wanted to live here. So, or like experience it for more than a couple of weeks at a time. So I thought that it was a good opportunity that I couldn't really pass pass up. And then on the other side of things, I was kind of looking for a change in my life. Mm. I kind of wanted to do something. Like I'm a twin, as you know. <laughs> as Jane wrote, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you know that? Are you? Uh, I just thought you looked really alike. Mm. And basically, like, I love my twin to pieces, but like, we've been attached to, at the hip since we were born. And, not literally, um, you're I, not Siamese twins. <laughs> <laughs> and we just got separated. <laughs> and... just... <laughs> Actually, know, what, was it, what was it like um, leaving Louise? Like you said that you've, I remember you guys saying that you've never like spent longer than a few days apart or something yeah. since you were like three. So what was that like leaving? Because like we were we were just talking about how hard it would be to like leave family and like leave mm. parents and stuff, but yeah. it must be really strange if you're a twin. Yeah, honestly, it was it was really hard, and there are times where, you know, it's quite upsetting to be away from each other. But at the same time, it's been a lot easier than I thought it would be. Like mm. it's I don't know. I expected it to be a lot harder. But it's like we were just saying um, before we Skyped you that like you kind of just adjust like when you were leaving and when two other of our friends were leaving at the same time, I thought like I'm going to have no one to hang out with in Dublin and it's going to yeah. be shit. But then you do just kind of adjust. Yeah, you just adapt yeah. to it and like you find other people to hang out with. Yeah. And, and like, exactly. as I was saying, like, you know, we're at this age now where we like Ellie you were home for Christmas and I felt like we just hadn't seen each other in a while because we were busy with whatever like work yeah. or 
it, it's funny how we also you know just don't hang out with people as much as we used to so maybe it seems like less of a deal mm. i feel like it seems like more of a big it seemed like more of a big deal when we were like 19 and 20 yeah when you saw people yeah. in school every day you know yeah i think also though at like at this age we're a bit more hopefully a bit more comfortable in ourselves or getting there at least so like yeah. it's not a big deal when you're like like i know that you guys are still there you know what i mean and you're not going to be like see you, ellie yeah, yeah, your friendships are more, like, solidified by this age, I hope. That's a nice way of thinking of it, yeah. actually. Yeah, because yeah. we are really solid in our friend groups now because yeah. all the hangers-on have left. <laughs> all the Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Yeah. So, Ellie, so, okay, you said you wanted a bit of a change and then, um, you know, obviously to get a visa for America is a very difficult thing, so obviously you took the opportunity when you had the graduate visa. So... Mm-hmm. Was there like a particular moment where you're just like, I have to get out of here? Or was it just kind of a gradual or something you always wanted to do? It was something I always wanted to do. But then it kind of one day clicked with me and I was like, oh, my God, I can do this. And I was like, I think I was going through a period of time where I felt quite stuck within myself. I felt like I wasn't really getting anywhere. Mm. Um, I, I, needed, I felt like I needed to do something challenging. Um, so I was like, yeah this is happening I'm doing it and I don't think anyone believed me when I told them I was leaving first no, <laughs> no I didn't because you came. did not <laughs> no not at all and here we are almost a year later yeah now um. tell me this and tell me no more Elzir Mac is it everything you dreamed and more as Beyonce um, would say yeah honestly it yeah. is but I, I think there, there are reasons for that I think first of all I think before I went, before I left, I kind of mentally, I'm not, now, here's me barking on, this is my own personal <laughs> experience, by the way. <laughs> Everyone has a completely different experience. And also, I'm sure there might be some people who are listening who are just like, what are you talking about? She's been gone six months, basically a week. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> my own personal experience, I think I'd kind of mentally prepared myself for the, the hard parts before I actually mm. left. Because like, so we're all like 28, nearly 29, whatever. <sighs> and um, I think like lots of our friends have done this before. So I kind of knew what was going to be hard or like I'd heard about, you know, things that were good that I would probably find difficult. And I think I'd kind of mentally gone through all of the things that were going to be a challenge before I even left the country. Mm, fair enough. So, that, so that wasn't as hard. And then, yeah, it's just been like, I've met so many incredible people here and um, I've made so many new fr- friends. I feel like I've really had to push myself and challenge myself in ways that I'd never had to do mm. before. I mean, like as cheesy as it sounds, um, I just feel like I have grown a lot as a person. Um, so, yeah, but like I think at the same time, like I still have the same worries and stresses and, mm. you know, problems life problems that I had when I was at home it's like it's it's not as if those kind of things go away you just take them with you to a new place that's really really, that's a really good point I think because it's kind of like I don't know if it was you who were saying it before but it's like you know we me and Jane or if you're still here you can kind of idolize people being away and you can be like oh my god they're having such a better life experience than me or they're having a better time than me but like as you said like your shit is still your shit no matter where you are you still got not your actual shit like your actual problems (laughs) (laughs) Uh, your problems are still your problems no matter where you are and like you're still just living you know you're still doing the day-to-day stuff that you do here you're just kind of in a different place so I think that's kind of an important thing as well yeah so so true and like we were I know we've talked about this the whole grass is always greener thing as well like it's so true you know like it's I, I I'm looking at people at home and thinking, Jesus, they're all getting their shit together, and I'm here squawking around doing nothing. Squawking, squawking. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think? Like, what what do you think about us being at home? Like, do you get like FOMO, or are you completely? Yeah, like because we obviously, I definitely get FOMO seeing you in New York and like well, doing daily New Yorky things. Can I can I just make a point? I think that something that we're not really taking into account is how this is all per- how it's perceived on social media. Yeah, that's a good point. So. Yeah. Like, when I'm talking to you, you don't say, oh, I watched the sunset from the Staten Staten Island Ferry last night and it was beautiful. (laughs) And, you know, you don't say all these things. I went for a walk in the snow. Why does she have that accent? I don't know. (laughs) Point is, point is, when we're talking to each other, 
like we aren't going on and on about how great life is. These perceptions of living a great life are coming directly from social media. Yeah. Because we're only it, showing the best parts of our life on social media. So with that in mind, what do you think you're missing at home? Like, what do you ever get sad about when you see stuff online or whatever? Well, I think, okay, first of all, just before I get into that, can I just say, I think that one thing that has really helped in that regard is contact and communication. Like, Mm. I, like, Ro, ring you on the regular crying (laughs) down, wouldn't it? Like, I was like, like, you know, we we rant about the stupidest things, like, and it's like, and as Ali said, the problems are still problems. Like, Ellie could be saying, like, I'm making this up, but like, I just can't find a pair of shoes to go with these jeans. And I'd be like, Jesus. And like, just because she's across the world, like, your little things like that, you still chat about. Anyway. Can yeah. you imagine okay. leaving hey. Ireland like Sir Sharonan in Brooklyn oh, and just being oh, gone? God. On the coffin ship. That <laughs> <laughs> was not coffin ship. Do you know what? Like, we're so lucky because people don't seem that far away. Like, you can just ask people, what will I wear tonight? Actually, so imagine. Was, who was I talking to us about that, like, people used to leave and they would hold, like, not okay, not a funeral, but like, Jesus. you would ne- No, no, but honestly, people would be leaving, going to America, getting on the boat, and, like, you would never see your family again. No, you could send letters, but, like, three weeks later they but arrived. it was like it was like a almost like a funeral that they, that, that the parents they might never see their child again because the parents are old or whatever you just yeah that's crazy that's mad <laughs> anyway Ellie <laughs> sorry FOMO FOMO <laughs> uh, what, what is, it? is that what we were talking about yeah yeah sorry tangent um, what do I miss family friends like like th- those are the two two main things really and I think um the other thing is, like, I personally feel like everyone's kind of like getting on with their careers and doing loads mm. of cool stuff. And I, like, I came over here. I'm not really doing something like I'm doing something related to my what would you call it degree. Like, yeah, I'm doing something related to my degree, but it's not exactly something that's gonna like skyrocket me mm. to <laughs> fame and fortune. <laughs> <laughs> If, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah. I, I still feel, like, I still have those feelings of, like, what am I doing with my life? What am I going to do when I get home? Or what am I actually working towards? And then I, I you know, look at you guys at home and you're, like, doing your shit and doing, you know, moving on up. Moving <laughs> on up. Moving. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> can stop me. But you know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like a lot of the time I'm, like, or not a lot of the time, but sometimes I have thoughts where I'm, like, should I have stayed at home and, um, you know, what would I be doing if I stayed at home or, you know, am I wasting a year of my life here? Which ultimately I don't think I am. No, no you're not. And I think the thing but, is, it's kind of going back to our episode about the 20s. I think it is just the age we're at that, like, you have FOMO no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Ellie, do you feel like this, like you've been there almost a year now, do you see it as like, uh, like living abroad to like further your career She's or weird. She's laughing. She's laughing at something. What is she laughing at? Jane, you've been there a year now. Seven months. Se- well, you know, whatever. The, the point is, yeah, not- the point is, um, do you see it as like a break, like a like a gap year, or are you seeing it as like a forever thing? As in, like, she's not staying there forever. Will you stop. Don't even put that in her head. No. Do you know what she I mean? She can't. She can't anyway because of her visa. <laughs> no, but <laughs> you, you're saying like you're saying like oh everyone's at home like moving on up. Like, does that mean that you feel like you're kind of stunted there, or like you're just experiencing something completely new just for the sake of the experience, or like what do you hope to get out of it? Um, I, I feel if like anything. I... Sorry. If any. <laughs> if anything. <laughs> Sounds a bit harsh, Jane. If anything. Do you know what I mean? If if there's no expectations or if there is expectations, that's what yeah. I know. Well, what were my expectations coming here? Like, I, 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 to be honest with you, and again, I'm not like, what, what's the saying? Um, toot my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've got out of this already what I wanted, which yeah. was having to push myself to do things out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, like and being completely away from like I came over here basically on my own I didn't know that many people over here which is absolutely amazing in itself that's fucking incredible like the thoughts of even if I think about myself doing that like I'm just like whoa and I think for you you said you just wanted you really wanted to change and I can totally see 
why you'd want to do it. Hundred yeah. percent. And I think it's amazing. I don't know. I'd be so freaked out. Fair play. Fair play. Thanks. Uh, but <laughs> I think like, but that's what I wanted. It wasn't. I didn't come over here to further my career. And like, if yeah. something like that happens, that's fantastic. But like, essentially, that's not really what yeah. I came over here to do. So. That's probably, that's probably that's probably a what? good way to go into it. Like, yeah, I think going to New York to become rich and famous probably isn't going to work for everyone. No, but, <laughs> Ellie, what do you think then about how do you feel about coming home then? Oh, very mixed. Um, do you feel in any way that it, like coming home is like a bit of a failure or something in some way? Yeah, like, uh, well, OK, two two sides to it. I I'm obsessed with Ireland. Like, I love you Ireland. Are. And your dog. Yeah, mad about it. And the dog, too. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, like, and obviously you guys are there. My family are there. Like, I am I have no problems with coming home because, you know, everything that I love is there and I love Ireland. But it's also terrifying because, I don't know, I guess, like, deep down, I'd like to think that I'd fall pretty quickly back into the rhythm of, like, normality and just doing things. But I think the longer I'm away, the harder it is to visualize my life back home. It's like I like I think about it like, you know, when you break up with someone or you've been broken up with and um, you've been in a relationship for a long time mm. and you actually can't remember what it was like to be single. Yeah. <laughs> a little, like I it, kind of in that sense, it's it's the further the longer I'm away, I feel like the harder it is to actually visualize to visualize yourself there. Is. Yeah. I guess it's, it's it's different for you as well because like if you were to come back you'd you, it's not like you'd be going back to the same job like you'd have a new job you'd be living out of home so it'd be completely different to what when you left it in some ways so you can't even yeah. imagine what that would be like true and I and and that, so there's that side to it and then I guess I don't know the fear that like I won't be as fulfilled when I get mm. hurt when I home I don't know which is all like I mean who knows I didn't know what it was going to be like when I moved here I could have absolutely true. hated it and for a while I did hate it a little bit so like you know but those those are kind of it is scary the thoughts of the thoughts of it are is quite scary but do you know what i remember when my brother came home from australia for the first time he lived there for three years he went traveling for three years and i remember he came back to bray and one of the things he kept saying was how sad he was and that the sky seemed closer in ireland isn't that mad what do you mean the sky seemed closer like it's just less big it's this feeling of like and then, Little Ireland. And did he adjust back or? Well, he lives in Canada now. Oh, so. right. <laughs> oh, God. But like, but like it is, it is like you are you, like, you, obviously New York or whatever country is very difficult, different to Ireland, but you've also changed a lot. So like your life that you had before you went to New York, when you come back, that same life what might fulfill you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, exactly. You're very independent in New York. So you might be like, yeah you yeah so that just you think... you've like really grown as a person in the past um seven months not year <laughs> like so yeah absolutely and and you could have like different goals dis- different aspiration aspirations mm-hmm. you know a different kind of view on life so of course when you come back it's never going to be the same as just like coming home and going into the same bedroom and doing the same job that no. you did like that's no. yeah. that's never going to happen you're a different person now but it is yeah. interesting that people do think of it as like uh, like a fa- like a failing in some way to come home like they're come back but with their tail between their legs that's just so yeah. Irish yeah because if someone goes abroad it's like well who do they think they are going to New York sure we were just saying it no Ellie has Ellie. notions in New York notions notions <laughs> and they come back oh couldn't hack it couldn't hack it yeah. you know but that's yeah. just not true like I mean people you think people actually don't care like people don't mm. care you know I think as Irish people we think way too much about keeping up appearances and stuff. Yeah, people don't give a shit. I know, like people are genuinely too consumed in their own lives to give exactly. a shit about exactly, yeah. Your exactly. life. You know? Exactly. But I think that there is like it is very Irish, isn't it? That there is you feel like, Oh God, they'll all be what'll they be saying about me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like yeah, if you were to come home early or whatever, like I remember very when you were very, very early on in New York and you know, it was tough at the beginning or whatever and I think you were saying like, well, I could never come home early because, you know, they'd all think I, you know. Yeah, I know. Out. But I that know. Was, yeah. That was real. Like that, that was like a genuine fear in the beginning mm. when I was having a hard time and I and I was thinking, should I go home? Should I not go home? And then being like, can't, can't, I have to stick it out. Yeah. You know, well, look at you now. I know. <laughs> I still have it. those days, though. I still have those days. Yeah, still oh, have- of course. That's natural. Yeah. 
And but you, you, you came home at Christmas, so you saw people then. And I'm going over in August. Woo! <laughs> thing is, uh, like, yeah, uh, I think people forget that you can just, you can be sad in another country as well. Like, Yeah, someone messaged us about saying that, that like for ages, they've lived abroad for a while. And for ages, every time they were sad, they said they were homesick. But then their boyfriend said to them, maybe you're not homesick. Maybe you're just sad in a different country. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's true. That and like, you might blame true. it on the fact that you're in a different country. Yeah. I, yeah. And because you don't, when you don't necessarily have like your family and friends around to kind of like be like, oh, grand. Although like kind of I've made friends here. And like, as I said, as I mentioned, I talk to you guys a lot. So I feel like there is a lot. I have a lot of support here, but still it's, yeah, you have those moments. I think. What are your, do you have like a few tips that you would give somebody who's moved away? Oh God! Um, WhatsApp audio uh, message for one. One, one. What did you say to me? WhatsApp audio message them the whole time. What, yeah, WhatsApp. What, d- download WhatsApp audio message. Yeah. Dave and Grace. <laughs> download <laughs> WhatsApp audio message. Honestly, the day the day they introduced that lock feature. Oh, that you can you know oh, hold the button. I still don't know how to use that. Jane, it's such Casey. a pain. I don't think I can do it on my You're phone. You're here making podcasts and you don't know how to lock, how to hold down your audio on your you WhatsApp. You just have to hold it down. You have to hold, swipe up and lock. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. It's soon. hands-free, Jane. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Do you, know when you're, do you know when you're doing it when, well, I've never, I've never used that feature, but you know when you're doing it and you record like a five minute long message and realise that you only got the first 10 seconds because yes. you took <laughs> your finger off. Oh. Yeah, all the time. Happens all the time. Um, okay, my tips would be, one of the tips that someone said to me before I came here, which really helped, was that it, in any situation or in any like situation where you're moving away, you have to give it at least six months before mm. you feel comfortable. And that was so true. Like it took a while. Like I think the same. It's the same. Like if you start a new job, if you do, like it takes yeah, yeah. you settle in. And like I think you have to like try as much as you can to stick it out for those first couple of months and just give it a chance. Um, what are the tips? What I would say. I don't know, just for me anyway, it was just like push myself and like trust that everything is going to be fine and that I'm like strong enough to get through things. You know what I mean? Because like, well, I, you know, I, you know, you know me, I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm someone, I'm very easily, I could very easily stay within my comfort zone. And I think that um, just pushing yourself is a very good idea because, you know, um, I guess the second piece of advice would be what were we saying? Um, keep in touch, I think. Oh yeah, keep just keep in touch. Like WhatsApp audio. I'm just gonna say it's fantastic. WhatsApp audio, it's fantastic. Plug <laughs> that again there. Um, like keeping in touch with your friends because. Oh God! We you know what I think about the keeping in touch with friends thing. I think it's actually like keeping in touch about those little things. Yeah. Yeah. So like, like sometimes like I'm could be skyping somebody and like we're it's really stiff and we're like hello awkward and like what's going and you're trying to think of like big things that have happened but they haven't happened but like it's actually the little tiny things that happen to your day yeah. that are are the most important things to talk about exactly. Yeah. So that's I think a huge thing is like keeping so much contact that like you're telling them that like you know you got your period or something you know yeah absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing more awkward than sitting down to Skype with someone and you thinking have of all your big about. bits. Like, um, so I got a promotion, and, and uh, it's such it's such an event as well. It's like, okay, now we've spent twenty five minutes trying to connect, and now we have to sit and look at each other for yeah. the next half an hour. To be honest, I think obviously we're harping on WhatsApp, but just sending the WhatsApp audio messages where you can kind of ramble on about your day, I think, is really good. Yeah, hundred percent. And I like, um, I do that at the same time every morning when I wake up and I'm walking to work. I listen to my WhatsApp app. Yeah. Or- is and I reply to them and it's just like this comfort like in the morning time which is a really nice way to start the day yeah. um, and then my last piece of advice would be just push I think to push yourself as cliched as it sounds I don't know for me um, I feel like I really had to step outside of my comfort zone when I came over here and like I had to force myself to talk to because I came over here on my own I think don't know whether I said that already but um, I think that but no but no we do get that already but yeah i think you're, you're saying like obviously you have to push yourself and like that's the same with people living here like we got messages from people being like oh i just don't have any friends anymore but like so you have to like 
push yourself out of your comfort zone living in Ireland as well if you want to make friends and want to do things so yeah, I we think all need to push ourselves I think that's just about getting older really like you really have to I think you're yeah you really have to push yourself <laughs> we are, I we're think all shining on <laughs> okay Ellie we're going to leave you we're going to leave we're talking shit. <laughs> we're all talking nonsense now well thanks so much for chatting <laughs> to us we're just talking in circles <laughs> Push yourself. Push yourself. Push yourself. <laughs> Push yourself, girls. Um, YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> A Drake reference there. Um, anyway, Elzer Mac. Elzer Mac from New York City. Live from New York. It's Elzer Mac. Live from New York. Um, no, th- thanks so much for chatting and we love and miss you loads. We miss you. Bye, bye, bye. Ah, Elzer Mac. Elzer Mac. Um, that was lovely to see you. I had to see her yeah. <laughs> on the screen. I actually feel a little bit like... like how, how, a while ago, I'm going on about like, you're adapt, everything's fine when your friends leave. But then talking to her, I'm like, oh, and then when she says like about coming home, that she's like, you know, happy there. I'm like, I do get this feeling happy of like... Us. Yeah, you get this feeling of like, oh no, don't, you have to come home. You know, like if she said I was going to stay for another year, I'd be like, De-, you know, I would be like, oh God. But you'd be obviously you'd be grand, but you know it is just a weird thing you get used to as well. Yeah, I guess it's kind of a little surreal mm. when you think that someone's just going to be like living abroad forever. So you don't really, I don't really take my mind to that point. No, you're just like I'm just like, oh, they're just still there. Yeah, like like both my brothers live abroad, but I'm like, oh, they'll be home eventually. But like, yeah, <laughs> and like the gas thing is like. Ellie left in August and we saw her at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's now April. Yeah, but gonna... the difference is is that we we were so close. Like yeah. we'd see each other all the time. All the time, yeah. Um but yeah, I guess it's one of those things that like yeah, you can be I I can be a little bit bitter and I can be like, Why don't you want to come home? Like, why don't you want it? You know? Yeah. Um completely selfish reasons. But um yeah, on the flip side, like seeing someone like Ellie go off, like that sounds harsh, but I mean just like seeing someone go off by themselves. Yeah. And like she's yeah she's owning it play. she is owning it yeah it's such a brave thing to do um i think like for just people listening because i know like a lot of people our age and whatever age to be honest are in the same boat um with friends leaving and i think like just to kind of say that like yeah we're all literally going through the same thing it's it's kind of part and parcel of living in ireland at this age um and kind of not to worry about it because you'll be grand. I think people can, you can adapt and you'd be surprised about how much you can adapt um, to like people leaving and people coming back. Um, Absolutely. And as Ellie said, it really like pushes you to, to get out of your comfort zone. And I think that's something we all should be doing anyway, regardless sure. of moving abroad or whatever. I think we should always do something that's going to scare us and challenge us. Like and us, us making grow. this podcast. Like us making this podcast. Because we were probably in a stage, I think when we started talking about this, making this, like this is around the time as well that people had left as well. I think Elliot just left. Yeah, I think, I guess my main point is don't make your problems or things you want to change about yourself uh, synonymous with oh. where you're living. Oh, yeah. Like if I was in a different country, I could do this or... Exactly. Yeah. It is grass is always greener. Like, yeah, if I had a million euro, I could do this. You know what I mean? If you're so, saying you're genuinely not happy because it's Ireland, you know, is it something else? Is it because you don't like your job? That's actually fine. Then maybe you want to find a better job or you want to get paid more. You can't find a house. Yeah, like, I'd just be worried that people would have this huge expectation of if they move abroad, then, yeah. uh, you know, everything's going to start happening for them. Um, and it might, but it also mightn't. Um, so, you know, really sort your shit out, then leave. <laughs> sort your shit out. And I guess go away with an open mind and an open heart. Um, and open heart. Yeah. And, and, you know, be prepared for whatever comes, whether it be good or bad, because either way you're going to grow out of it. I think it's a really good point, though, is to say, that, like, I know, like, you know, like sometimes, like, even on a very small scale, like I might book a big trip or something when I'm feeling just a bit bad in myself or um some yeah friends who have left like they've definitely made the decision to leave out of a moment they were feeling bad about themselves or like going through I've a sad done that time before, we've all done it like, remember we... my camino saga oh the Sa- camino. Saga, saga the camino saga we'll talk about that in episode one but yeah you do kind of book things just out of absolute panic yeah and then just... i think i think you realize that when you whether well, that's when you come home from holiday or whether as ellie said when you she got to new york you do have this realization as like oh the issues are still my issues yeah i'm just in a different continent or whatever exactly um so yeah so yeah i don't know <laughs> do you want to move away Ro? after that do i want to move away after that 
No, but like, it's funny. Like we've talked about this topic now for like an hour or whatever. And I'm still, I still, I still have this fo- like FOMO. We feel like seeing Ellie in New York there. Like it is, there is still something about it that I'm like, oh God, you know. Um, But I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Like I, I think I just, you know what it is. <laughs> Go on, tell I'm me. I'm happy here and I want everyone to be here and I don't want to have the FOMO of people being away. <laughs> I want people just to be happy here with me. I want people me. just be here with me. And happy. Me. I don't want them to be bettering themselves. But, you know, that's growing up. If it wasn't someone moving away, it would be someone, someone starting dying. a family or getting married or... Not someone dying, Ro. <laughs> Fucking hell. Touch wood. Touch wood, no. Okay, yeah, hopefully not. No, but, no. you know, it, it just is that time in our life where it doesn't matter where people are going. It's, it's just... What or what's happening we aren't seeing each other as much as we used to yeah 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 so yeah. but it just makes it a little bit harder when you see them like i don't know what do you do in new york in brooklyn thrift shopping or something and you're like <laughs> oh i shopping. want to do that look at me oh, enjoy the street yeah. arcade yeah i just i just always have the travel have and ha- have had the travel bug it's something that i've literally always had so I'm just like, wanna, but sure, I'm going to Sri Lanka in two weeks, I'm grand. You're going to Sri Lanka and I'm going to Canada in like three weeks. Oh yeah, I hope we go at the same time. Shit, we need to record some episodes before Yeah, that. we're going to get a few in the bank, don't you worry, we'll leave you hanging. The bank. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to this ramble. If you have any further thoughts about emigration, what it's like to leave, what it's like to stay, if you have similar thoughts to us and that like sometimes feeling like when you stay is a bit of a failure in some ways. Yeah, if you agree or disagree with anything we say, please talk. I mean, at the end of the day, we really want to start a conversation because we've started getting so many responses from you guys and yeah. it's deadly and it actually makes me feel really good when yeah. people it's it's funny because people are saying to us that oh it's it's so relatable and it feels real nice having someone say what I'm thinking yeah. on a flip side it's so because keep in mind we're just in my living room talking at each other yeah. so when people say back to us that they relate to it and and share similar stories I feel really like yeah oh they it's feel ab- it too it's such a yeah it's a it's nice deadly. feeling so this goes two ways so and a lot of touch. people we're seeing a lot of people are listening from abroad like in australia and canada and stuff so um i'm sure you guys have a lot to say about this topic so shoot us a message have yeah, chats please do um thanks for listening thanks for listening um and <laughs> we're repeating the exact same thing in the exact same way yeah. thanks for listening thanks, thanks for, listening. for listening and enjoy the theme music leave us uh, a review if you haven't already on itunes or whatever and tell your friends loads of people telling their friends keep doing that that's lovely and we're rambling now but yeah have a nice weekend bye bye, bye.